Well, that was supposed to fade out, but why would anything work here on the Squirt to Stab podcast? Yeah, Fucking I mean, we've got like $30 worth of equipment. I don't I understand. This is a Squirt to Stab podcast with Tony and Pat. I'm coming to you from my lair, my basement, my bunker. What a bunch of horse shit. Are you, are you always going to leave the show off with the bunker stuff? <laughs> Why not, right? Because that's what I feel like. I'm in a fucking bunker with no sunlight, no joy, nothing. I thought that's how you liked it. No, not really. I would just like things to go fucking right once in a while when I try to like do a show. But whatever. Yeah, well, you just got to improvise, man. You just got you, you, you to improvise. Yeah, well... Spent like a fucking 45 minutes trying to fucking improvise. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't noticed, those of you listening, don't don't have your kids around when we play the show. Yeah. It's not a good idea. Yeah, this isn't for shit. kids. Actually, it may not be for anybody, yeah. but could be. Yeah. I think it is. I think it's great. The show's like the greatest podcast I've ever heard in my life. I think it is, too. It's probably the only podcast you've ever heard in your life. Des- despite the reviews. <laughs> But uh, that anyway, that song that didn't fade away, that was Lazy J, a rapper, and we're going to have him on later in the show. Yes, huh? How, a rapper. How's that, for, how's that for a teaser? That is pretty cool. I don't yeah, know if I've ever talked to a real rapper before. You, dude. You, you, we're going to get like Eric on the show. We're going to get Steve, people that were our college roommates one day, dude. And I don't know how... You, you can, anyway, we'll leave it there, but you are a rapper. Yeah, dude, I remember barely rapping. Barely. It was all well, stupid shit. So, um, I, I was just going to say, if you have any suggestions for guests, and I'm talking to our audience, email us at squirt2stab at gmail.com. Squirt2stab at gmail.com. Are you gonna like shit your pants once you finally get an email? <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably. I have another email for guests, and I actually had an email once, and I started getting excited, and it was an, like an advertisement oh. or like spam. Like, would you like to increase your data? Blah blah blah. I'm like, dude, I was so pissed. I was like all sad. Yeah. Um. No, I was expecting more like a cease and desist order from somebody or something we said or did. Song. Yeah, that would be yeah. good. At least yeah. someone would be emailing us. Yeah. You know, I don't so know. You, so you. Well, go ahead. No, that's fine. I, I feel like you're on a roll. And I just. There no, I'm not on a roll. I was going to say, I don't know what the fuck this world is coming to when I can't even, like, enjoy The Mandalorian without getting on the fucking internet and people bitching about it. You know, first it was because Baby Yoda was eating these fucking frog ladies' eggs. Like, it's a fucking science fiction TV show. Can the fucking baby alien just eat fucking frog eggs? You even know what I'm talking about? I do, and yeah. I just don't understand why you wrap your head around this shit. There's people out there that think that Seinfeld was anti-Semitic. This is a whole other show, bro. This, this right here, this here's the thing. The people that are complaining aren't even, some of them aren't even complaining. They're just like, yeah, it got, the subject got brought up, and they're like, yeah, that was weird. But then there's like, Three people that were like, oh my god, you know, they're freaking out, and then all, all hell breaks loose. Kind of like with the Sopranos, the organization for Italian, we're both Italian, right? I yeah. mean, my, my dad was born in Italy. There was no one in my family that gave a shit about the Sopranos and it being like, 
against Italians. It was like two people. And that was it. So yeah, the, the whole thing with the Mandalorian is, and I'll just tell you, the people should have been complaining just because the episode was kind of subpar. Anyway. Yeah, it wasn't... Yeah, but I'm saying it's still... The spiders then, were kind of cool. Yeah, the spiders was cool. I like the end of it. Then, then, last week's episode with the whole fucking boob armor. I didn't even notice it. Like, I kind of noticed it, but not like a whole lot. And I'm thinking... The what? Well, women are freaking out. Well, I shouldn't say women. I should say some women. I guess they're freaking out because of the boob armor on the female Mandalorians. There's people... You mean the... the you mean the... The Beklar that, that is supposed to protect their breasts? Yeah, because it's very, it's like, it shows the outline of their breasts. Well, and it was probably the way it was supposed to be made if there was really armor because then they'd be uncomfortable. Yeah. Again, I don't want to talk about that. I fucking can't stand this shit. It was, it was appropriate. It was needed for yeah. their protection. I mean, if people have a problem with that, then they should watch TV. It's just, it's just unbelievable. I just want to fucking sit down and enjoy something. And I think that episode was even directed by Bryce Dallas Howard, if I was not mistaken. So if you right, even it directed was. it. So you know what? Don't, don't, I get so fucking pissed off. Everyone has a goddamn, it's okay for people to have an opinion. But everyone starts getting freaked out about someone's goddamn opinion. Then they think, like, everyone, and we're in this society now where everyone's got to fucking put something on Twitter and they think that's, oh my god, it's, it's on Twitter, it's, oh my god, it's on Facebook. Who gives a shit about these assholes? Alright? You know, and, and people should be a little bit, maybe think about, like, you know what? If it offends them, I'm not gonna do it. But there's some things that is just goddamn stupid. The fucking armor. People are upset about that. You know what? I guess. Get rid of your fucking cable. About the booby armor. No, that's stupid. Don't Whatever. even call it booby armor. That's stupid. It's armor for your body. <laughs> and guess what? Your breasts are part of your body. Yeah. Can you imagine you have to wear something that smashes into you? If I had a giant phallus down there hanging around and I needed the proper armor to protect it, I don't want to squish me down there. Yeah, what if a cup was just flat? Yeah. You know, See, it didn't just... hold your junk. <sighs> anyway, man, well, you know what? Maybe we'll get to the bottom of this problem. Maybe we'll finally be able to understand. And be able to figure this out and not, you know, that's so fucking offensive. Yeah. I, I'm even lost for words. I don't even have nothing to say about it anymore. I just, yeah. I wasn't expecting that Mandalorian shit. The egg thing, yeah, it was weird. Just from a point of character development, that baby Yoda's eating the eggs of an actual frog person. It is kind of weird to me for the kid, you know, but I'm not going to complain about it. You know, people are freaking out. It's, yeah, it's fake. Yeah, it's, it's fake. It's science fiction. All but, right. Hey, dude, so you work from home, right? Yeah, I work from home. So, dude, I think a lot of people work from home now. Yeah. My question is, does anyone wear clothes anymore? Um, I wear clothes, but I'll wear the same clothes for like three days in a row and not shower for like three <sighs> days in a row. That's sickening. It is but sickening. But I do the same thing. <laughs> like, I just, I just don't care. It's kind of well, awesome. Is it awesome or is it depression? <laughs> no, it just... You know what it is? It's like, oh, I'm going to work out today, so I'll shower after I work out, and then I don't en end up working out. So I'm like, oh, I'll just shower tomorrow after I work out. <laughs> That's what it is. I showered today, though, because yeah. I worked out today. 
uh, did you shower after that? Yes, I showered. That's good. Yeah. That's good, man. So, yeah, I do the same exact shit. That's what's so funny about that. Yeah, but I'm sure there's tons of people that don't wear pants. I don't. In fact, I have to start wearing shorts because I feel like I'm probably ruining my work chair. What are you <laughs> just? Like, what, what are you doing? Sitting your underwear in it? I just wear it in my underwear, man. Oh. I, I don't. If you, dude, I don't it like probably smells clothes, like man. ass, I, dude. You're farting and stuff on this fucking chair. Well, I don't know. It doesn't stink as bad as it would have a year ago. I tell you what, the whole vegan thing's really cleaned up my farts. <laughs> Believe it or not, you'd think it'd get worse, but it's really not. But no one was here about the vegan stuff. But no. yeah, no, I just gotta start wearing some shorts, you know, like it feel like my underwear starts to just disintegrate. <laughs> Sick thing. You know, like I just walk around wearing no clothes. My wife's like, the windows are open. It's like that's their problem, not yeah. mine. But my you know what's funny, because I walk around in my underwear around the house and my kids will be like, Dad, the door's open. I'm like, I don't fucking care. Well, do you think it's weird, though, with kids, though? I feel like if I had kids, I'd probably put on some clothes. You know what? No. I mean, my son walks around in his underwear, too. We just don't care. <laughs> Your old family In fact, no, well, my, my daughter and wife put clothes on. But my son is almost always just in his underwear. Uh, good for him. Well, how old is he, like 23? <laughs> no, he's 14. <laughs> But I used to That's walk good. around my house, like, even in my 20s, living with my parents just running my underwear. So, I think, whatever. You know, I really feel like that, I really feel like that in, in the near future, when people start going back to the office, if they do, because they're saying that people are actually more effective working from home, but some people actually need an office, that I really feel like once they start going back, people are literally going to forget to put on clothes. They might. I mean, you walk in, and all of a sudden you're like, oh shit, just, I'm not wearing anything <laughs> except for socks and sandals. Yeah. Actually, I was going to say, the one thing awesome about working from home is I don't have to put socks on. I fucking hate socks. Really? Yeah. I love socks. If I could live somewhere where I never had to put on socks again, or fucking just regular lace-up shoes, I'd be so fucking happy. That's interesting. I know I, I used to wear socks too much because I loved them so much, and then as I got older, I like not wearing socks occasionally as well. But apparently, we found out from our carpet guy, and our because we have wood pan, we have paneling throughout most of the house, and then in the bedrooms we have carpeting. That apparently the foot, your oils from your foot can destroy your carpet and and shit. No way. That's yeah, interesting. So, yeah, so I get yelled at for not wearing fucking slippers or socks. So that's sometimes all I wear. I'm like. Babe, like, well, I'm wearing slippers. That's all that matters. You Doesn't know, matter what happens with my ass oils when I sit on this <laughs> couch. Yeah, I was going to say, if your ass oils are not ruining your couch, I wouldn't worry about your fucking rug. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, carpet's forever. I mean, you can throw a couch out, but, you know, yeah. carpet's a whole other issue. Um, You know what's um, interesting? I was listening to a podcast, and I don't remember which one, but they were talking about how... Wearing shoes with the rubber soles um, interfere uh, with you stepping on the earth and feeling the magnetic, um, like, I don't know, pulses of the earth or whatever. Like, we're meant to actually feel, like, the magnetic uh, pulses in the earth with our bare feet. You know, I've heard that, man, and it actually kind of makes sense to me, to be honest with you. I mean, if, if we didn't wear shoes, we'd probably be like trees, and just our feet would just grow into the earth. 
well, I don't want that. No. That sounds no, horrible. Just, no, but I, I do. I, I don't know. It seems like it. I mean, we're, we're natural beings, right? I mean, we're wearing shoes. We're, we're screwing everything up, man. We're destroying our earth. Wearing <laughs> shoes. <laughs> Fucking shoes. God Fuck damn shoes. I mean, I'll wear shoes without the bottoms of them so my feet yeah. touch the ground. <laughs> that way you can see, hey, what are those? The Nike Air No Bottoms? I don't know, that was stupid, but... <laughs> Nike Air, no bottoms. Nike Air. My brother really used to ear. wear these shoes that look like your foot, like each toe had its own Oh, the thing. finger, the, oh, the finger shoes. You know what? I had a pair of finger shoes. At yeah. first, I actively hated them. And then I wore them for like a whole day, and then I'm like, I don't ever want to go back to a different pair of shoes. It, it actually started feeling good on my feet. That's really, yeah, my brother yeah. loved them, and then... We went and played basketball one day, and he thought it was a great idea. That this were shredded. Oh, He's like, yeah, just, I guess that wasn't bad. Yeah, I mean they're good for they're walking good. around and stuff. I don't know if I'd play a sport in them though. Yeah. So, but anyway, uh, so I got to make a correction. So we had a we had psychic medium Faye on our last show, and I made a reference. I probably do this all the time, so it's like, what's the point of even pointing this out or? It's not really an apology, but more or less just saying, hey, by the way, I'm not as stupid as you think for those who are well-versed in the psychic medium realm. Uh, but I said, I, I referenced Steve Edwards as the guy that would draw on a pad while doing his thing. It was actually John Edwards was his name. Yeah, I actually used to watch his show. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, well, thanks for correcting me on the spot. No, I actually, when you, I, I couldn't remember his name either, though. And so, really? like, I yeah. saw John. I'm like, oh, yeah, John Edward. That's it. I literally kept thinking to myself, boy, I probably, I mean, I'm not the, I think everyone by now knows I'm not an expert, really, at pretty much anything we talk about. But I kind of felt like I owed it to the, owed it to myself and to the rest of the world, the rest of the three people listening that, um, you know, hey, look, yeah, I, I uh, said the wrong person. Yeah, because one day we're gonna have thousands and thousands of listeners, and they're gonna listen to these first shows, and they're gonna go, "God damn it, Pat said Steve Edwards. The guy's name is John Edwards," and they're gonna like go crazy until they listen to this show. They're gonna go, "Oh, thank God, he corrected himself." Yeah, but good, good job, good job on the correction. No, it's 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 okay. I didn't notice. So, have you heard about this voter fraud? Yeah, I've heard about voter fraud. In New Zealand's Bird of the Year competition. <laughs> no, I did not hear about the Bird of the Year competition and voter fraud. How does that even happen with a bird? So New Zealand is pretty big with their birds. They have a lot of endangered species, some that have fought back to not being endangered species. And the bird, uh, the bird that was, like, killing it, getting all these votes, was uh, the, damn it, I had it in front of me. The name of this freaking bird is the Ki- Kiwi Puku Puku. And they found out that 1,500 votes were coming from the same email. So the 1,500 votes were disqualified. So now the leading birds are some sort of an albatross and, a, and the only flightless parrot in the world that looks kind of like an owl. Um, I don't know how many people really want to listen to all the details of this, but what I did read when reading this article 
was there's a bird called the hee I think the hee or the hi-hi, it's spelled H-I-H-I. It's also known as the stitch bird. And it earned an official, an official endorsement from a sex toy retailer, the adult toy megastore. Extolled the polyamorous bird, which boasts usually large testicles and engages in face-to-face mating as a leader of the sex positivity movement among songbirds. Wow. So this bird's nuts are so big, it can look right at the bird straight in its eye while it's having yeah. sex. You know what? I don't think I've ever seen uh, bird nuts. I don't either. That's probably pretty. I want to... I. Kind of want to Google it. I'll probably wait for after this. Well, you let me know how that turns out after you Google. Bird. I gotta Google. Gurgle. I gotta gurgle bird nuts. I gotta get Google bird nuts or bird balls. Did you say you're gonna gurgle bird nuts? No, I said you were. Oh, good one. Should I say Google? Gurgle. Gurgle. Oh, birds are shit on you. No, man, this isn't poop. <laughs> Big nut sack printed on your forehead from a bird flying by your face. <laughs> yeah, uh, big God. ass sack. Yeah, so voter yeah. fraud in the New Zealand Bird of the Year competition. Yeah. Huge yeah. news. I'm surprised. I'm sure everyone already has heard about it. But um, so, yeah. Anyway, man, so we're like plugging away with this show. And I'm supposed to be doing this social media pages. So just to give a quick update on that, I haven't started on it. What do you do all day? Work. <laughs> I was giving you shit. <laughs> Me too. But I should, I mean, it's not that hard to do. So I just want to figure out what kind of, what do I do for the picture? What do I do for anything? I mean, what, like, uh, like, okay, here we are. Here's my social media. I don't want to start a social media account. And people start, like, looking us up, like, guests, and like, oh, let's check it out. And they're like, oh, that, three people are following them. <laughs> yeah, I'll see. I'll see what I can do. I'm gonna. I'll talk to some people I know about uh, with graphic design stuff. Cool. Yeah. So maybe I'll try to get it done this weekend. If anyone has any like anything, they recommendations or have any advice on how to do it, please email the show at squirtastab at gmail dot com. Do we need to spell that out for people? What, squirt it's not the stab? number two either. It's like two, T-O. Yeah, T-O. And in squirt case you went stab. to the same school district that Tony and I went, it's not <laughs> T-O-O. It's T-O-2. Um, <laughs> I think I, in, the, in the show description, I think I put our email. So, I don't even know. Yeah, that's a good idea. I think I did. Do that. Sweet. Cool. Well, hey, man, so we got a pretty fun guest coming in today. He's a rapper. Um, he's a very talented rapper. And I think we're just going to get kind of straight, go straight to to the guest here. Maybe you can cue up some music. And maybe that'll work since it works so well at the beginning of the show. Uh, hang on here. Let me see what I can, what I can do. What happened to the energy in this show? Do I, am I the only one that feels off? What? Do you feel off? I don't feel off. No, I, no, no I, I, I feel wonderful. <laughs> I feel like we're getting to the guests pretty fast, though. Yeah, usually we, usually we don't get to the guests this quickly. 
Yeah, that mic, you know why that mic sucks for you? Why is that? You have to lean into it to talk in the goddamn thing. So then when you don't lean into it, we can't hear you. I was leaning in, dude. Huh? I was leaning in. I'm leaning in. Yeah. Well, good. Keep keep like that. Here's one of the songs. Can you hear it? Is there a song playing right now? Yeah, can you hear it or no? No. Maybe are you fucking with me? This election got people going Is this going to do this in post? No, dude, it's playing. Alright. Is, is it playing upstairs? Or? No, I can't. I want to get into that music. I want to like start bobbing my head and get the energy flowing and then be like introducing our guidance coming so I can be like, and here he is! Like he's at the Apollo. Then he comes running out with his shirt off and he starts fucking spitting fire. The crowd's going crazy. The next thing we know, we blow up Stitcher. Is this song still playing? No, the song <laughs> is not playing. Are you there? I'm right here, dude. Oh, shit. Is everything broken? No, nothing's broken. I don't know what the hell you're doing. You said you're going to get the guy in. Oh, no. Something <laughs> bad happened. What do you mean? Tony, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, now. I don't know what the hell happened. You froze and everything. Oh, really? Oh, Jesus Christ. Is the music still playing? No, the music is not still playing. I've had it off for a while. Oh, see, I couldn't hear it. Well, here, start it again. Let's try to do this all right, intro again. This is all staying in the show. There's no editing this. I wouldn't know how to anyway. Just bobble, bobble your head so I know the music and then put your finger on Somebody tell me what I'm doing. I'm pretty much down this side right now. Get in the pit like we do. Got it out. Got it out. I'm in Mellow Level. We don't even see you. Got it out. Oh, yeah. You can't hear it at all? Can't hear a goddamn thing. You broke something, man. Oh, really? You can hear me through the mic, right? Huh? You can hear me through the mic, right? I can hear you in the mic, but if you go one inch away from that thing, I can't hear anything you say. Well, that's the whole point of this mic. So it doesn't pick up ambient sound. Well, yeah, it's not picking up shit. It but is. Before, I could hear the song, at least, when we were in test. Oh. Is the music still playing? No, the music is not playing. Right, let's do this again. Three times the charm, right? Hang on. You gotta let the music kind of flow a little bit, kind of bop your head, you know, and then give it a give it like I don't know seven seconds, and then put your finger up, and then I'm gonna introduce our guest. Okay. Oh shit! The mic is gone. So what now? What's happening? No, the mic is not gone. Hang on. No, we can't hear you. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> we can't hear you. All right, introduce him. Introduce him. Guest from Adams County, Ohio, South Central Ohio, the king of spit and fire in Russellville, Ohio, Lazy J. Now the music oh. goes again. Now you smashed it. Okay, never mind. Oh, I got grown man money, that's a fact. 
How you greedy motherfucker? What's up, man? You know, he's gonna listen back to this show and be like, what the hell? (laughs) What the hell did Pat get me into? It's not Russellville, but I think Russellville is the closest place that Pat knows, so it works. (laughs) But yeah, Adams County, you got it. I should just say, I just wanted to say things. I just wanted to say other words so I didn't just keep saying Adams County, Ohio. I like Russellville. Russellville is close to where uh, Afro Man lives. Really? Yeah. He has a little hideout. It's actually a Russellville Road. So it's on your way past Russellville towards where I live. Really? I know Afro Man's address, actually. He throws it out at concerts. So I feel it's weird. Okay, let's throw it out well, there. That's a pretty horrible hideout if he's throwing out the address, but it must work because I've never even heard of him in my life. Uh, Afro you've man? never heard of Afro you Man? Yes, Afro you man have. Dude? Yes, you have. Tony, by the way, there's something wrong with your mic. Can you? Yes, I can hear you, dude. Okay, now I can hear you. Tony, uh, nice to meet you, man. How, how's it going? It's going pretty good. Awesome. Pretty good. I nice love the show. Thanks. So, yeah, thank Easy J. So I told Tony, I'm like, I got a, a very talented rapper coming on the show. And he starts texting me pictures of Lazy J the Rapper from Australia. <laughs> He's like, dude, you got, is this the guy? Because he wanted to know. He's doing his homework, right? Okay. So then I, you were, I asked you, I'm like, hey, man. So have you, what, what do you know about this Australian Lazy J? And you told me. I'll let you finish that sentence. Uh, oh, you spelled it out L-A-Z-Y-J. Right. And I said, well, yeah. well, good thing I have the A-Y right. at the end. But you said you've never even heard of the other Lazy J, right? I have not. The only other Lazy J that I've heard of, I thought that there was a female. If you type it on YouTube, Lazy J float my boat, I think there's another one that comes up. Uh, yeah, I think I found that one, too, because I went on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, holy shit, dude. I'm like, you're very talented. You can, like, change forms and everything. No, yeah. Yeah, so because of that, I've always thought about changing, you know, my alias. However, I just have a strong following. So I think all other Lazy Jays out there, I think eventually they'll just inevitably it'll be just me, you know. They'll have yeah. to change their name to, like, like Sleepy J or something, or, or Lazy K. Yeah. Or the so, uh, Lazy K, yeah. So the first thing, man, let's get down to it. The elephant in the room. Where did you get the name Lazy J? Man, awesome question. I When I first started uh, making music um, in college, I actually, my first rap name was Shouty Red. <laughs> I don't know why, I just went with that. And a lot of people at college kind of made fun of me because they was like, Shouty is kind of like a girl's name. Um, you can actually find one of my first, the first ever ones, Shouty Red uh, dash Yezer, Y-E-Z-Z-I-R. Um, I, I actually even forgot that existed until now. But um, yeah, it's really low quality. But anyways, um, when I was at uh, Moorhead State University in Kentucky, I started a business called... Uh, First, I called it Lazy Boys Delivery, but people call me Jay. People call me JJ. It's my uh, my initials, and um, so we changed the delivery service to Lazy Jay's Delivery. Um, next thing you know, that's just what I was known around campus, and that nickname kind of stuck. So 
um, when I started rapping again, I just I had to roll with that name. Nice. So what got you interested in rap? I don't know, because I can't sing, I guess. <laughs> I like music. I played the, the trumpet, of all things, in high school. I was in choir. Um, when I was a kid, I rapped. I remember being in, like, fourth grade and did a Bill of Rights rap. But that was already written, so it was just, like, a project. Me and a buddy of mine did it. Um, and then I created my own rap after that, because I thought it was so cool. So, like, fourth, fifth grade, I wrote this rap about Mothman. Have you guys heard of Mothman before? Yeah, Mothman yeah. Prophecies. Yes. It's uh, Point Pleasant, Ohio, I believe, is, or West yeah. Virginia, maybe. West Virginia, uh, the bridge and all that. Yeah. So I wrote, a, I wrote this rap. I can remember just kind of part of it. It was like, Mothman, Mothman, aliens brought him here. Hopefully he will appear. Mothman. <laughs> <laughs> I swear yeah. to God, that's one of Tony's songs. Was it Mothman? <laughs> Can I say the name of your song, your your group, Tony? Sure. That pure contamination. <laughs> That's awesome. It was my metal band way back in the day. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I that was fifth grade me. I the teacher thought it was so cool. She made me go around to the other teachers and doing it in their class. So that was kind of like different to me, knowing that I just did this kind of on a whim, and they put me in front of people to do it, kind of like showing me off, but. Uh, then that started happening more and more through like grade school, and I just decided that uh, I can't sing, and I, you know, I can rap, so I should put that to use in some way. That is crazy that you did yeah. that when you were in grade school. There was a time I actually wanted to be part of this like little hodgepodge talent talent show in our classroom in like second or third grade. And I had my stepdad, he, he played this song, it would be easy for me to sing. I envisioned myself how cool I would be singing it, right? Yeah. But when I got in front of the class, it was a whole new ball game, dude. It was terrible. It was the Rockin' Robin, the Rockin' Robin, or something, that, whatever that song is. And I remember, like, trying to do shtick as I was singing it because I was so embarrassed. Like, I had a chair in front of me and I kept, like, looking up from behind the chair singing this song. It was scary. I mean, when you did this, when you were in grade school, did you just pop off and, like, no fear at all? I, I was, like, ADHD, but I wasn't medicated for it. So I had so much energy that it would get me in trouble all the time. So it was cool to find ways to put that energy out there that wouldn't get me in trouble. But I was, like, the class clown. So I it wasn't anything for me. It was either me singing or doing something in front of them or um, – doing something funny, like when the teacher's out of the room, standing up on their desk and jumping off of it and running back to my desk. Like, I was that kind of kid. So I think I just always tend to have my classroom wrapped around my finger, I guess you'd say. It was really? weird. Yeah, so, I just like And the teachers liked that. it. So you were the class clown that teachers actually liked. Yes, yes. I was not only the class clown, but I was also class president my senior year. So that puts it into perspective. That definitely puts it into perspective, for sure. You're, I'm like, you're like bizarro me. <laughs> <laughs> I That's why I like you. I out of classes when I didn't even do anything. That's why I like you. I, know, I knew there was a reason I, I liked you. So. Wow. That's good. So, would, so you were, what, in third grade, fourth grade when you started doing this? Yeah, when I started writing um, music anyways, I feel like all it is is just... You know it, just entertaining people any way that it is. 
it doesn't even have to be music. I know that it's a way that I can entertain people through art, and I'm a terrible drawing artist. So, like, I can even, I can barely sign my name legibly. So, it's not going to be me being uh, Bob Ross in front of a canvas. It's going to be me doing something to entertain. I can remember in preschool doing, like, a Steve Urkel impression where I'd pull my pants up and knock something off of the shelf. And instead of getting in trouble, the teacher would pick it up and have me do it again. And I remember that. As, like, a preschool kid, I'm talking four or five years old about my youngest memory. And just, I think that's where it really starts. But I'd say music, started writing music in fourth grade, but entertaining people as early as four years old, five years old, it was just, yeah. Where, where do you think this came from? Now, I being a, a, a comedian, or at least a former stand-up comedian and, and doing that, I did I would do research on, on a lot of different comedians, like, you know, Jim Carrey, uh, yeah. uh, Mencia, uh, Lo, George Lopez, Dave Yeah, who's Chappelle. serious? Huh? Yahoo Serious. Okay, yeah. Uh, Yahoo Serious. I, never, I don't know what his past. Uh, uh, Richard Pryor. And all these people came from Sam Kinison. These guys had these backgrounds that were, like, really messed up. And it led to them creating this world to where this was their outlet. Is there... Wow. Did you, like, fall down in a <laughs> well when you were young? Where do you think... Did something I mean, happen, you think, to where all of a sudden you're like, I'm going to be this super entertaining dude? Or That's crazy. It's crazy that you even kind of say that because I've, I've never really thought of it like that. And um, about the same time that I can remember, I guess, acting out as like entertainment uh, is around the same time that my mom and dad split up. And I moved away from Massachusetts. So originally from the Boston area. Was born in Worcester, Massachusetts. Lived in a little town called Dudley, Mass. Near Webster, Auburn, small places. Don't know if you've heard them. Heard of them. Um, and moved to Southern Ohio, Adams County. From Massachusetts. That was in like 1995, I think. And that's about the time that that started happening. I think it was because, mainly, I was the youngest three boys. So my mom split up and moved. And it was us three boys. and. You know, she's got to be working full time to make sure that we're taken care of. And my brother's always fighting. So I'm usually, you know, either at school or off at a babysitter's. I just think I was always looking for attention. I had so much attention and wasn't getting it in places I think that I needed. So that's why I kind of acted out. But I was able to find ways to make my friends laugh or um, even excel in sports. I was just really fast and just had a lot of energy. So I wasn't the best in sports, but. I always had the energy to where it would keep me at least competitive. So, so it's like either be funny or go to jail when you're older. Yes, and a lot of my friends from where I'm from, uh, the the majority of my real friends are doing well. They're married with kids, or they got even if they're not married, they got a, a good job. They've been out of out of um, never been in drugs and things like that. Some of my friends have even gone the other way. Um, and it's sad because it really does get a lot of people in these small areas. So you just kind of got to stick to people that uh, are good influences ultimately. I see. Now, did you get any encouragement, uh, besides from your teachers and classmates? Was there anyone in your family, your mom, your brothers, anybody close to you that encouraged you to do the entertainment thing? 
No, and I think honestly, I mean, nobody would ever discourage it. I'll say that. But I, I think that's kind of why um, I haven't excelled as much as I, I really wish that I would. Uh, when I started recording music myself and putting it out there, I had a lot of encouragement from my, a lot of my friends um, that were uh, my influences. All of them, all of my circle left and went to the military right out of high school. And like we went to college, a few of us did, um, but everybody eventually went to the military and most of them got deployed. And so while they're overseas, um, I'm making new music, I'm sending it to them, and they're acting like this is keeping them going. Like they're a big fan of this and they're pushing for more. And when I send it to them, they're showing their friends. So that is the most encouragement that I've ever gotten in my life to want to make music because I felt like it was for a purpose. And yeah. So that was a that was really the biggest encouragement that I've had. So you started kind of like acting out in class, doing all these things, doing funny. You pull up your pants, act like Urkel, which again is the opposite of me because I used to pull my pants down, <laughs> and rather than my teachers asking me to do it again, they would tell me don't do it ever again, and then tell me to leave. So another bizarre. But so you're doing all these things, you're being funny. When did you know? Hey, like this is. A lifestyle I want to be part of. I want to be an entertainer. I want to be a musician. Did that come later, obviously, in life? Or did, did you know early on that's what you wanted to do? Um, no, but I knew I enjoyed it. And everybody always says, do what you love, do what you enjoy. And it's really odd. Like, one of the things that I enjoyed the most in this world is putting on headphones and uh, hearing a beat and me recording into a microphone. Like, that, hearing like what you can put together from that is an amazing feeling. So, I knew that, but there was a point, and I brought up Afro Man um, early on. You need, you'll look him up. You've heard of him. He, the song, uh, I Was Gonna Clean My Room. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, uh -huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Afro Man. Yeah, so it just so happens that he's in this small area as well. So when I first got into it, when I first did, I knew nothing about going into a studio. Um, I was wasting my money in a studio, like spending, you have to pay per hour, usually on studio time. Wasting my money, and um, I saw Afro Man at a, at a concert that he did, and I got him out back, before, you know, right after he was finished, and I just approached him and was just like, "Hey, uh, I want to do a song with you," and he was like, "How much you got?" <laughs> and so I whipped out a hundred bucks, put it in his hand, and uh, three weeks later, he hit me up and we did a little session. You can find that on YouTube, uh, Lazy J and Afro Man. Um, wow. That was a just it's kind of a corny little thing i just put it together but it is cool because you can see us he came to my house hung out um my mom cooked him dinner but he was late uh we freestyled like out in the yard with my brother and a couple friends like that was that was some really cool time doing that i think from that moment on that i knew that somebody that was rich and famous whatever um i'm freestyling with him and you hear this at the end of that youtube video and we weren't battling, but my brother tells me a little bit later, he goes, hey, you just out-rapped Afro Man. And I was like, nah, I didn't. No. But that put it into my head that there was a situation that I put myself in that I created, and I can make it happen. And I think I can make anything happen from that point. So, well, yeah. I, I think if people don't know, I've known you for, quite, for some time. And yeah. one thing that sticks out about me, if someone were to say one sentence to describe 
Lazy J, or two words that describe, or what is Lazy J's superpower? I would say infectious energy. Yeah. Infectious energy. So you said, like, you know, Afro Man, rich and famous, right? You said you saw him out back. Who knows how the hell you got back there? I don't want to know. But all of a sudden, he says how much you got. You give him $100. I think we all know Afro, maybe Afro Man was hard up and needed 100 bucks. He was. I caught him at a really good time. I so, really I mean, did. the fact that he, that he needed, he probably didn't need it, I'm thinking maybe he just liked you, right? You think that? You think he just kind of decided? I think hey. it was a mix. I think it was a mix. I hit him with the elevator pitch. I, I persuaded him before I popped the question, we'll say that. I, I knew how to get into his um, realm and persuade him for it. Not manipulation, because it was, I had good intent, but we'll say persuasion. Is that what they call it? <laughs> what, so how old were you when this went down? Uh, I think 22. It was before. It was before. I, yeah, it was 22. I was just out of college, just like in college, out of college, whatever. Um, 22, 23 years old. So it was 2012 or 2013. I threw a huge party in Adams County called it Project AC. It was a pretty wild time. It was like Project X. You had this party. Did Afro Man come to this? Yes, the party was a big thing where I kind of got this ego that allows me to believe I can do it. Um, Afro Man did not come. He was supposed to. But we did our session. That was cool. We did the studio session. But I wanted to have this huge party because all the parties in this area always get shut down. They, it's miners that come there, whatever, which that's good. If a bunch of miners are showing up to a party, it needs to get shut down. But even when you're of age, people come and shut it down for noise complaints. I don't party out here anymore. I'm way too old. I would never go to parties. Um, plus, I'm set to be married, so I, I keep my butt in the house. And um, But I wanted to do this at that point. And so I threw this big party. I invested like 1300 bucks into it for kegs and bracelets to separate. Um, 18 to 20 and then 21 and up so i mean it was an awesome huge bash and from that point on because i ended up making about a thousand bucks profit i thought along with what i just did with Afterman, i could accomplish anything at all and i had so many people rally behind me it was uh it was so inspiring it was nuts you're like a natural born leader That's yeah that doesn't cool. yeah so, i don't i just don't do it enough have you have you enough. heard have you been in contact? Have you like spoke to Afro Man? Have you have you did you take that and take it somewhere else? Did did have you? Well, for one question at a time, what's the deal with Afro yeah. Man? You guys doing anything else in the future? No, I would I would and I would like to. Um, he's I know he's been pretty busy, but with that project that we did, the producer that you'll see in the video, um, he had me on some weird contract where I had to finish the whole project before I could get any songs. And needless to say, I never finished the project, so he never released that song to me. And that's um, I, that hurts, knowing that. But there's got to be a way I can get that back. What happened? What, what caused you not to finish it? I don't know. Writer's block. Um, I'd bit off a little more than I could chew at the time, I'd say. Uh, yeah, you know, finishing a whole project with, like, the ADHD factor, putting together an entire project sometimes can be difficult. And at that time... Um, I just don't think I really knew what I was doing. And think, I've think never talked you, to that producer, but I should go back. Do you think that you, well, that was seven years ago, right? Yeah. 
I mean, do you think maybe you were afraid of afraid of success? Were you afraid of, of being put in that position to where people were going to start hearing you? They're going to you were going to try to get to the next level. I mean, think about it. You just said it yourself. If you you can do anything, you did this party. They always get shut down. You got in front of Afro Man. You guys did a song. You. You do all these things. You you, pull, you do all these things, and even when you're a kid as a school, now you're all the way up to the to, to the point in your life where everything is gonna like be all Come work. Together, like it's yeah. all gonna pay for itself now. Like here, here it is. This is what it all came down to. It's like bottom of the ninth. You're down by one. Bases loaded. Yeah, that's a. I'm I'm shaking in my boots in that position. Probably just thinking about maybe. What happens if I do knock it out of the park? But also thinking about what happens if I do swing and miss. I think now, now I wouldn't be. But I think at that moment in time, I think I was for sure. And I think it held me back because I I do think I was accomplishing the things that I put my mind to. But, um, yeah, I, I didn't know what was happening or how to take it to the next level, I guess. I didn't have much direction after that, honestly. I, I don't know. I, I think that comes from not being around um, similar people that, you know, know what to do or um, have done that before. And, uh, I was just kind of doing, treading on that and doing that all by myself, to be honest with you. Yeah. Well, yeah, everyone gets to that point sometimes where people go a different direction, right? Yeah. And they call, they say, bird of a feather flock together. You know, it's like it's, uh, there's a book, and I won't get into it, Jonathan Livingston Seagull, where all the other seagulls told him, like, hey, all you got to do is just go down there and eat the trash and eat the scraps. You're not supposed to really fly and, he would push the limits, fly faster, do all these things. And as he went, his flock got smaller. There was not many seagulls like him. And now he's like in a whole other class, right? Yeah. You know, but I don't know where I'm even going with that. But No, I, I see it. Yeah, I mean, if, yeah maybe that seagull's going to be flying by itself. Maybe. I mean, Bill Belichick, I know he's one of your probably favorite coaches, right? Yeah. Being a Boston guy. Yeah. Uh, I know he is because we talk about it, and I always give you shit. And I used yep. to, this year I was waiting to start giving you shit because the Patriots sucked, but now all of a sudden it looks like maybe they're not as bad as everyone thought. But um, he was he was the coach for the Cleveland Browns. He was terrible. Yeah. He was he didn't do anything. Now he get perfect timing. He got to the right spot. Now look at him. Yep. Looks like right. Tony, you have a question coming up. I see your your wheel spinning over there. No, Sorry, not Tony. yet. No, no, no. I'm just listening. I've been, I think I've been talking. Tony a needs lot. to get on. That speed on that that mic detail. I don't think we can hear. Can you hear him, Jordan? Yeah, when he talks, I can. Say something. What do you mean? I. You can hear me just fine, Pat. It doesn't sound as good. I'm telling you. What? Yeah, it's I'm, weird. I'm peeking. I don't dude. think. I think you're talking into the wrong. I don't think you're supposed to talk at the top of it. What about now? That's a lot better. Okay. No, what, right. you know, the question I, I wanted to ask, um, you, you talked about how uh, studio time is expensive. Um, isn't it easier now, though, just to make your own home studio with the software available to you now? Have you done that at all? Just recorded yeah. at home? Yeah. Um, my method is pretty much, because studio time is expensive, there's a reason it is expensive. They know what they're doing. It's people that have went to production school, and I didn't. But I can work GarageBand. I do have a mic, the same one I'm talking into now, um, that my fiance bought me for my birthday two years ago. So I am putting it to use. She'll be happy to hear that. And 
I can connect that with my MacBook and drop a beat down. I can record over top of it, and I will work that until I get it right, until I know it, to where I don't have to read the lyrics anymore. Um, sometimes I'll download it, put it on my phone, bump it in the car, and then I can go into a studio and knock it out without 50, within like 10 minutes. And I actually, sometimes I blow people away and they're not ready for that, but I'll come in and one take something and be like, all right, your turn or what's next, depending on you know where we're at with it. And I don't go to the studio very often because I don't go unless I'm fully prepared. So yes, um, you can do that from home. I just don't know enough, um, I feel like, about it to mix and master. and um, I don't know. Maybe I should dive into that because it, it would save some money, but it may not because it may cost a lot more with equipment. So I, I don't know. It's just a lot easier to just go into a studio and get it done. But now I've learned from wasting that money to just go in prepared, and then it's well worth it. Because in one hour or two hour session, if I'm prepared, I can knock out three, four songs, mixed, mastered, and ready to go. So, um, yeah, that's my thoughts on that anyways. <laughs> so have you recorded a demo album? Uh, are you with the label or anything right now? No. Um, as far as demo album, no demo album. Um, I've just made a mass amount of songs and was just blasting them on SoundCloud. Um, I don't know if you guys looked at that or not, but... Uh, if you start at the bottom of the SoundCloud, it's the first one of the first songs I made, and you work your way up to newest. The quality increases as you go, but um, there's some local groups that I've talked to and whatnot. But I just don't want to hold myself back or um, join something that I'm not necessarily about. N nobody's really approached me to ask me to join any label or team, but I think that if I eventually do the right things, that maybe a, a good opportunity will come to where. They pay for production, they pay for studio time and stuff like that, and I I just put out that fire, like you said on the intro. So, uh, yeah, no demo, but I, I do have a lot of stuff that I'm working on that I want to put together a project really soon. Um, I have a lot of unreleased music, so I just kind of want to build a brand right now, so what I'm doing right now is battle rapping. Um, I did just drop a battle yesterday uh, against this dude called Saya from Milwaukee. I am a part of the Underground Battle League. Um, yeah, that was pretty cool. I had my debut yesterday, the 16th. Really? Did you win? I won. Uh, the dude only had one person vote for him. I think it was his buddy. So I had how everybody many, else. How many votes did you get? I it was. I can't. Even, I didn't even count. It was insane. It was everybody but one person, um, and a lot of people viewed it. So uh, 50, 60 probably. Yo. So, nice. Is that a website or something we can can uh, people like me get on there? Or do you have to be part of the group? It's on Facebook. You can go on and see that, or you can go through um, my fan page, the Lazy J Adventures fan page that hey, I. Hey, repeat that one more time. He broke up. Maybe it was just my computer. Yeah. Um, if you want to view that, you can see that through my uh, fan page on Facebook. It's the Lazy J. That is J A Y Adventures. Um, you'll find that on Facebook. Lazy Adventures. Yeah, I started that because I didn't want to post all the explicit content on my regular Facebook. There's a lot of people that, you know, like um, I know right now, like grandparents and I know like my niece and stuff like that. I don't want them to see that. So I've uh, created that page to kind of funnel my explicit content through. Okay. So what, what's your future plans then with this? Really to build a brand. Um, I'm trying to build a platform to spread um uh, my sponsor as well um i kind of do this equally for that uh 
my sponsor CBDology. It's a business that my buddy started, and he asked me to be a part of it. And um, I'm just trying to find a way to help take it to the next level. And he's been bugging me to make some music with it. And he told me, Lazy J needs to come back. And I took that very serious. Um, as a vice president of his company, I take that extremely serious. And um, I'm trying to find a way to make that come together with multimedia. Um, so I'm just starting wherever I could. And a friend of mine invited me into that battle league. So I started with that. And uh, my fiance asked me the same thing. What's your end goal with this? And uh, I, I don't really have one, I guess, just to give myself a purpose right now to keep going. I, you know, I talked before, like, if you don't have a purpose or a reason to do what you do, it's, you won't have the passion for it. So um, I'm kind of just forcing that to get myself to just get put out there. I'm standing in front of the class again, Pat. I'm knocking stuff down off of the shelves. I'm jumping off my teacher's desk again. I don't care if I got to do it on the mic virtually because of this coronavirus pandemic, then I will. But yeah, I'm, I'm the class clown again. I'm coming back. I love it. Well, hey, Tony, you have any questions? Because I'm about ready to like freaking get ratchet with this. <laughs> no man turn it up okay. all right man well let's 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 uh let's pull up let's let's get uh i don't know pull our pants down now class <laughs> here let's uh this is what uh, i want to do man i'm gonna give you you you're into the battle rap you're into this can you throw can you you want to spit some fire now you want to throw down something right now like I mean, maybe I, something yeah. from a. Or, i got yeah. a little bit of everything i mean what I, if you guys want to like throw me some words or something, like you each come up with a couple words, and I'll figure out a way to throw that in. It'd be awesome if we could have a beat going, but I don't, I don't think that's. Uh, well, here I think I it's don't best know. we just stay acapella. But can, rather than give you a word, can I give you a topic to rap about? That's even better, and I'll I'll come up with the words. All right. Well, we had some technical difficulties before the show. Can you do something about technical difficulties? Having depth. <laughs> well, here I'm gonna try rapping. Can't even talk. Okay. Technical difficulties, and uh, yeah, because right now we can't even hear you, Tony. It's it's not that. I haven't said anything. Oh, there. <laughs> That's why. But uh, technical difficulties. I guess a word you could say something like uh, not being able to fade the music. Fade <laughs> the music. You guys had trouble fading the music. Yeah, it couldn't fade out. My yeah, Mac is old. I need a new Mac. I couldn't Mac. either. I tried on GarageBand. I, I don't know how either, or I would have faded it out for you. Well, here, is there a website we can go to to get a beat or YouTube or YouTube, something? YouTube. You can type in. If somebody asks me all the time, like, you know, what type of beat? You just go in on YouTube. You put in whatever you're feeling, the emotion, and then put type beat, and you'll always get what you need in return. So what beat. emotion are you feeling? <laughs> I anxious. want the technical difficulties to be angry. Oh, uh, so just put uh, an angry beat. Angry type beat. Angry yeah. type T Y P E. Type. T Y P E. Yep. All right. Let's see if this will work. Let me know. Um. Yeah, we'll see. Scary and type beat. Well, now which one has a whole bunch of stuff? Uh, here, here we go. Whichever one, whichever one sticks out. Oh, uh, we're going through an ad. That's all right. Here, here, I'm gonna get it. Okay, here we go. Can you hear that? Yeah. Hold up. Is it? Is it? Can you put it up like the speaker right up against the mic? I don't know where the mic is. <laughs> I don't have a mic. 
on your is it on your phone or what is that a this oh, is from okay. my phone but I'm, we're talking through my computer that's all right we'll get it yeah technical difficulties technical difficulties couldn't fade the music difficult look at me the gift of gab i got what they want to have this other stab this other stab i got a bag can't fade the bag technical difficulties who's squirting who's stabbing technical difficulties who's squirting who's stabbing yeah that is the question maybe your answer should i not mention i got the answer Need me a genie with like a thousand wishes i don't need me and Tony won't do the dishes. Technical difficulties. <laughs> you say Tony don't do the dishes? Tony will not do the dishes. <laughs> Flashback from the last show. Nice. I did the dishes tonight, actually. Yeah. Okay. It's like pulling teeth. It was. Do you have another request? Because I have another request. But I'll... Sorry, I was trying to keep up with that beat, so I was a little off rhythm there, trying to keep up with that. Well, you, you call your beat, and we'll do that next time. Tony, what do you have? The wife slapped me. Uh, the wife slapped you? Yes. There you go. What, what kind of beat do you want to that, Lazy? A happy uh, beat. <laughs> happy? <laughs> something, something happy. Yeah, I mean, really, like, the battle rapping, I've understood, is more like, it's kind of even like slam poetry. You ever done that before? Have you done some slam poetry before, Pat? I feel like you have. No, but I, 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 I uh, maybe I'll do it t- to tomorrow. Like, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that's kind of like what rapping is, and I, I think that's kind of that's a fun direction to really take it. You know, it's it's just like you've got the squirt and the stab, and y'all were able to have me on this show. You want me to rap? I said no, but it's like, I gotta go because I can. That's exactly why I rap, because I can. And if I don't, it's a disservice, and it makes me anxious and nervous. And I can feel it inside my nerves and my bones, especially when it's cold in my home. Especially when there's notes and words in my dome. And I'm trying to spit them out and slick my hair back with a comb and act like I'm cool. But inside, I'm raging like a bull, seeing red like Chicago. That's where Pat's from, I believe. I hope I'm not wrong. Uh, like, why would I be? But I know where he's from. I know that dude's cool. I'm sorry, Tony. I don't know where you went to school, but you should have seen me when I was in grade school kicking stuff off the shelf and acting like I was Santa and acting like an elf. But it doesn't matter. This is what I have, the gift of gab, and it's on squirt and stab. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> I like that. All right. Yeah, I had to roll with that one time. So, uh, can we do? You want to do this rap about Tony's wife slapping him? Tony's wife slapped him across here the go. face. Oh, here, there's another. I'm gonna play a beat. Okay. Here you go. I'll try to keep up with it. Can you hear mm. it? Yep. Should have done that. Yeah. You should have done the dishes. Now you're getting slapped. Yes, vicious. You just should have went and done the dishes. Oh, Tony, yeah, oh, should have done the dishes. I'm just like a genie. You ain't getting three wishes. Boy, you should have done the dishes, Tony. Yeah, should have done the dishes, Tony. Now you're slapped and it's just vicious, Tony. 
across your face. Should have did them for some plates, man. Hey, Tony, the cups need clean. They got dirt in them. I hear you talking smack to Pat and them. What you talking about? Doing the dishes? <laughs> smack, smack. Yeah, it's vicious. Now you got marks up on your face. Now you should have cleaned them forks in place. Yeah, you should have did the dishes. Yeah, you should have cleaned up around the place. And now I'm squirting dawn up on your face. So it should have done the dishes. Time. <laughs> you should have done dishes. Should have cleaned the folks and all them plates. And now I'm throwing down up on your face. Yeah, you should have done the dishes. Tony, slapping is vicious. Tony, should have done the dishes. Tony. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, that is awesome. I got one more request, though. <laughs> okay. I want you to do a rap about Tony beating up his brother in high school. <laughs> What's his brother's name? Steve. <laughs> Is his brother older or younger? Younger. Okay. How old were you guys? What kind of beat? What kind of beat you want? Was that, dude, that was after high school, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it continued. I just wanted to leave that one alone. Okay. It happens to this day. <laughs> where, would the, where did the fight occur? Everywhere. <laughs> oh, they always fought. Everywhere. I mean, if you were. want to call it a fight. <laughs> oh gosh. Happened in his house. The one time I remember was in the was in the living room of his house upstairs in the like dining room actually. And t Tony almost killed him, and I was right before my face, and I didn't do anything about it. I was too, I didn't want to do anything. I, I know anything. all. I know all about that. My older brothers almost killed each other plenty of times. Thankfully, I was never a part really of that. I had a younger sister, or else it would have just been my oldest brother picking on my other old brother, and then my middle brother picking on me, and then me picking on a younger brother, but it stopped at a sister. So I, I know what it's like to see brothers going at it, and uh, that can get pretty crazy. So I guess I have a lot, of, a lot to go off of then. What kind of type beat do you want? Man, I mean. Here, I'll, I'll get this. I'll, do, I'll, I'll just pick one out. You ready? Steve, and Steve is younger. Yeah. yeah. Uh, are you guys from Chicago? Is he from Chicago as well? Yeah, I'm from the Chicago suburbs. Here we okay. go. The build up. Police. Where'd you find this? Hey. Purchase your tracks today. Yeah. Steve. Quit playing my game, Steve. Quit playing my toy, Steve. Quit making noise, Steve. Quit doing things, Steve. I'm about to hit, Steve. I'm about to rip, Steve. About to mom, calm down, Steve. Kick my toys around, and now I'm about to him up. And now we hope to get grounded, bro. Cause smack, smack. Steve. Ow. Now he hit me back. Steve going up. It's really hurt when he hit me back. Ow, Steve. We was at the store. <laughs> now we can't do anything anymore. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Steve. I should have picked on you when I was younger. Because <laughs> now it really hurts when you hit me back, Steve. I don't know where I'm going with this. This was rough. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'll pick it up. I'll pick it up. 
I'll pick it up. I gotta think about like my brother's fight, and I guess because like one would hit him and the other would score, and the other would throw a golf club right through the door. It almost hit him. <laughs> I remember when my older brother bit him, and the other one took a beer bottle and then he split him. But my bad. You should have seen it when they picked up the vacuum cleaner and tried to hit him with it. Oh, in that bottle, it really split him with it. And then the golf club almost hit his split, almost knocked him out. I saw one time they grabbed a knife and stuck it in the door. They were probably fighting over a, you know, <laughs> I didn't want to say that word. But, Steve, that really hurt. <laughs> no, man. All right, nice. That brought me back, man. I'm not real passionate about, you know, brotherly violence, so, you know. Well, was... I don't know if anyone is. Tony got pretty passionate. Yeah, I, I feel bad about it now. <laughs> Wait, so, I, Steve, I, you really, you fought Steve. Steve didn't really fight back. Yeah, well, he tried. It's hard to fight back when you're on the cusp of losing consciousness. <laughs> It was that bad. You know, it's funny, dude, that that we stayed friends with a dude that just sat back and watched it all happen. I know. I mean, I have to live with that every day. Hey, that happened to me. He once really looked at me very sincerely, looked at me in my eyes and go, dude, you didn't do anything. (laughs) (laughs) I almost almost died. You didn't do anything. (laughs) I've been there. Well, Not me, man. I don't ever want to be there. That was terrible. Yeah, but yeah, I got, it's all good now. Everyone's friends. Everyone, Everyone's happy. That's good. Yeah. Steve surprisingly does very good for himself now. Yes. So. That was good. <laughs> well, cool, man. Well, hey, I, I appreciate it. Is there anything you want to plug? All right, do you have any questions, Tony? No. no. I'm good. This was yeah, fun, man. Have... I had a good time doing this. Yeah, this was fun. Hey, cool. uh, Lazy, do you have anything you want to plug or anything before you go? Man, no. I I just appreciate you guys having me on, and yeah, this is cool. I'd be back to. I'd be happy to come back on anytime you guys ever want. So just know. Well, I'll tell you so what. I'll be around. If you ever uh, could come up with a a rap about our show, maybe we will use that as our music. Yeah, we have some. yeah. We need an intro, like a good one. Yeah, I can do a few things. Um, the the main the issue with doing that, you want to make sure is to where like it's a beat that either like I bought or created because you never know what could really happen. So those beats that you find on YouTube, a lot of times that's what I'll I'll do is I'll just record some songs on those. But if they ever blew up, you owe that person money. So well, go to GarageBand. You can get free yeah. stuff. Yeah, I I just don't know how to make the beat, so I got to get somebody. I've got a couple people that supposedly are going to work on something for me, yeah. so you know we'll see. Well, hey, if you ever did come up with something, that's fine. If not, we'll, hopefully we'll, we'll have you back I, on the show again, man. This yeah. was fun. I will do what I can, and I will, uh, yeah, I'll spit that hot fire. As long as it's not about Steve's uh, little brother, Steve. Yeah, you can mention him. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I feel bad now. No. It's, Don't. It's he fun. deserved it. Uh, all right, I appreciate you guys. Next time uh, the dishes are filling up, just do them one time, uh, Tony. I promise you, you'll uh, you probably won't get slapped for a long time. Yeah, I need to do the dishes. I'm gonna go do them now. I'm not a hypocrite, so yeah. We have a dishwasher. We have Does one it work, too. Though? 
like doesn't work. Way. Yeah, she she works. She does, <laughs> she does a great job. No, no, yeah, we no, we have an actual dishwasher. Um, I I always have to try to be a little more mindful because my wife pretty much does everything around the house. So I uh, yeah. when I can, I like load up the dishwasher. <laughs> you know, yeah. but um, but yeah. So, but yeah. Well, hey man, it was great having you, Lazy Jay. Uh, we'll we'll uh, exit you out while maybe we can blast some more of his your music. Looks like Tony's ready to blast it away. Yeah. Thanks for uh, being on Squirt to Stab. Yeah, I appreciate you guys. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being on. Yes, sir. Well, that was fun. That was fun, dude. That was a good time. Good yeah. times! Good times. Are you, you going to try to rap now, man? Dude, I can't rap. Dude, you can rap, man. Back in the day, I could. Want me to throw, want me to throw you up a beat? No. No, I don't. If I try and make a fool of myself, will you try? No, dude. Alright. I was going to totally fucking crush it. You're going to crush it? I was going to murder out this podcast, man. It was going to be crazy. Did you just say murder out? Yeah, murder out. That's the lingo that us rappers use. Oh, what is your rapping name? Uh, Dirty P. Dirty P? Yeah. That's right. Yeah? Yo. I'm Pudgy T and the hypocrisy. (laughs) You say Pudgy T? Yeah. That'd be great, Dirty P featuring Pudgy T. Yeah. <laughs> Bring the Illinois. <laughs> Illinois? Bring the Illinois. Nice. Like bringing the noise, but bring the Illinois. You know. You know I, I knew a guy when I lived in Vegas. He claimed to have been from Rockford. He said he was from there and lived there. But he were always referred to Illinois as Illinois. Really? Yeah, it drove me nuts, and he that, he supposedly was a had a PhD when he was like fifteen, and all this shit. And he literally once told me that he corrected me. No, Pat, it's Illinois. <laughs> he would always <laughs> tell me, "No, it's Illinois." I'm like, all right, yeah, no, well, it's not Illinois at all. I think that but, person was crazy. Yes, yes, yes. All right, man. Well, lead us out, dude. Give everyone our email and. Our email squirt2stab at gmail.com. You can also go to our website, squirt2stab.com. Pat is supposed to have some social media stuff up. I'll figure out how to link that to the website once he completes that task. Yeah. All right, guys. So thanks for joining us today. I love you with all my heart. I don't love any of you. Yeah. I'm kidding. I love everybody. <laughs> except your family. I was going to say, except Steve. <laughs> except Steve. He's the only one. Yeah, we'll have to have a podcast about that. Hopefully we can get Steve on. Yeah, I, I want I'll him to be our can. secret. Our secret guest. I want guest. him to be the secret guest. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, so I told him, like, you be our secret guest. You can't see his angry hand, though, through the through uh, a podcast. No. no he's, he's Dude, I'll never hand. forget the double angry hand during, uh, what was it? Which one of it? Oh, uh, the two towers? 
Yeah. In the movie theater. <laughs> yeah, that was the first time. I think that was the last time I saw the two hands. Yeah. <laughs> he was so disgusted. Yeah, well, who wouldn't be? That's a story for a different day. All right, we should probably end this, huh? All right, adios. Goodbye. Later.